And this doesn't mean you have to measure everything every day for the rest of your life, but you know that you have that tool if you want to work towards a specific goal that you can always return to. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, this is Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about five unpopular truths and why you might not be seeing the fat loss results you want. So while we each do have our own unique set of needs and one size doesn't fit all, there are five very common things that we don't often want to own up to that could be causing us not to see the progress we want. And I want to go over these things because I think so often, you know, we try and overcomplicate things. We want to sort of throw the baby out with the bathwater and just get rid of a whole program saying it's not working when really it's down to our implementation or down to what we're actually stressing. So I want to go over five things that are sort of not fun to assess, but often really the culprit of why we're not seeing results. So number one, you're underestimating how many calories you're actually consuming. So if you ever thought to yourself, but I eat so clean, I don't know why I'm seeing results. Eating clean, eating healthy foods is a fabulous for our health, but even eating whole natural foods and healthy foods, we can still not be eating the correct portions to actually match our needs and goals. We can be overeating healthy stuff. Is it generally harder? Yes, but there are a lot of calories in some healthy foods. And if we're not tracking our portions, if we're not sure what those portion sizes should be, it's very easy at times to overeat them. I can tell you personally, one tablespoon of peanut butter becomes much larger when I want that peanut butter or I want to cover that piece of toast or I want it on that banana or whatever else than it is if I'm actually tracking and measuring it. It's very easy for portions to get distorted based on how we're feeling, you know, whether it's hunger, stress, emotion, whatever else, or even just how much we want it, okay? And the quality of the food has nothing to do with the portions in a weird way that we're consuming. You could technically actually even lose weight not eating that quality of food just because you're really dialing in those macros. Is it hard often to hit the macros only eating not so quality food? Yes, there has to be a balance, but the simple fact of the matter is quality doesn't matter for fat loss to some extent. So we have to really pay attention to those portions. Often also what starts to sneak in is those bites, licks, and nibbles, right? We snack a little bit more than we realize. Those little things where we feel like we're grabbing very little, you know, we're not ever getting full, are actually adding up and we're not just noticing them because we're not tracking them. So it's one of these things that if we want to see the best fat loss results, if we want to see the best weight loss results, we need to actually track what we're consuming to have that accurate picture what we measure can get managed, okay? If we're not measuring it, we don't really know, so we can feel like we're being good all we want, but we don't actually know, right? And often we're underestimating how many calories we're actually consuming because we even think, oh, well, I'm, you know, being better than eating this whole plate when I go out, or, you know, it seems like I'm eating only healthy foods, or I'm eating a lot of veggies, right? So we get caught up in these other things and we don't think, calories matter. We need to create that calorie deficit if we want to lose weight. The more we dial in those macros, the more we can control for fat loss, making sure that we're actually retaining that lean muscle. So we need to track. We need to track everything to start so we are really conscious of what we're consuming because it's so easy for little things to also sneak in. And on top of that, honestly, you know, there is always the case that we could be even under eating, you know, sort of one of those things that we've had these metabolic adaptations where, you know, we're under eating and that we're eating 800 calories, but not losing because our body has managed to now operate off of that because of the metabolic adaptations that have occurred. So we actually have to retrain our body to eat more. So while we're under eating for what we actually need, we're not under eating for weight loss. We've actually trained our body to use those calories. We even have to eat more to then be able to use the deficit again. 
So again, it goes back to tracking your food to make sure that you're actually eating the appropriate amount, whether or not it is under eating, whether or not it is overeating and misestimating your calorie intake. Number two, overestimating how many calories you've burned. Honestly, if I could just destroy every single calorie tracker, heart rate monitor, workout thingy majigger, I would. Uh, it's one of these things that I think so often we get so obsessed with how many calories we're burning in our workouts. We get so focused on just trying to burn more in our sessions that we really miss out on the true benefit of our workouts. Not to mention those things are wildly inaccurate. Not only do you have to start the workout, you have to select what type it is because they're so based on different formulas to calculate the calories that they're not accurate. And on top of that, if you've ever tried to swing your arms really fast, you jump rope or you've done boxing over something else, you'll notice you burn a ton more calories because of the arm movement, especially if you have one of the watches. And even the heart rate monitors really don't take into the account the fact that you do adapt to the training you're doing, okay? It's one of these things that if you've ever, say, you know, trained for a race to lose weight, maybe the first time you train, you're like, holy moly, I, I lost a ton of weight without even changing what I was eating. And the next time you went and trained for the same race and you're like, well, I didn't lose as much weight. It's because your body has adapted to that resistance, to that load, to those tempos, to those, you know, distances. And so you don't actually need to utilize as much fuel to be able to power those runs or power those lifts or whatever else because your body's adapted, it's grown stronger, it's grown more efficient. And that's a good thing. It's why you can run further faster. It's why you can lift more weight. It's why you can do more reps of the burpees in that same time. That efficiency is what we're after because it means that we've gained strength. It means we've gained endurance, all the good stuff. However, it also means that we need less fuel. So if we're just going based on what our watch is even telling us, based on what we used to burn in the past, we may be actually overeating for how efficient our body has become. But it's also one of these things that when we focus only on the calories burned, those calories burned from workouts, guys, is a very small portion of the actual calories we're burning during the day. And while more movement is great, thinking of your workouts as only a chance to burn more calories really makes you miss out on the benefit of them. It makes us end up training really hard, killing ourselves in our training sessions, doing more training sessions, only to reach the point of diminishing returns, where we're maybe even potentially creating too much of a calorie deficit, right? But it's one of these things that when we do that and we try and burn more calories, and we overestimate how many calories we burn, we throw ourselves out of that potential deficit by then eating more to match it when we don't actually need more fuel. Not to mention we're not actually focused on building lean muscle because it turns all of our workouts into these cardio workouts where we can't actually rest and recover to lift heavy. And then if we're not building lean muscle, we're not, you know, ending up helping our metabolic rate and keeping it higher. We're not controlling for as, for as much as for fat loss as we possibly can in our diet. So it's one of these things that if, if you really can step away from the calorie counter, if you want to track it just to have your data, to have your heart rate, other things to watch if you are overtraining to make sure, hey, you are fueling enough and you're tracking and whatnot, great. But don't think because your watch told you that you burned 500 more calories that you should be eating 500 more calories. You should set the calorie intake. You should set those macros. You should watch how you feel, and then you can adjust based on that. But the more variables you also bring in, the less you know what is and isn't working. And if that calorie counter is off, and it's not giving you accurate data, you might be overeating and then think you're still under eating and get really frustrated that nothing is working out. Number three, doing more over dialing and everything focused on your goals. It is so tempting to just want anymore, right? It makes us feel in control. If I do more, I have more control, but you simply cannot exercise or out diet time by trying to eat less, by trying to cut out more foods, by trying to train longer and harder often we just create this really severe restriction, which makes us feel like there's something wrong with us that we never have the willpower to maintain the habits that we're trying to implement. So basically we're self-sabotaging by trying to do more because motivation is fleeting. 
And the, what actually helps us get results and be consistent is creating that discipline, creating those habits that are sustainable. And when we do too much, especially too fast, and we keep adding on, we just really make it impossible to sustain those things long term. So basically, when we're doing more, we're ending up creating this, this system, this routine, these habits that aren't sustainable. So that backfires. Not to mention, a lot of times if we do create that extreme deficit by training more, by cutting out more food, you know, and eating less, we actually create metabolic adaptations with backfire. Our body goes into survival mode, so to speak, thinking it's starving, right? So then it tries to get rid of muscle because that's metabolically costly so that it can conserve energy just to maintain those survival functions. We also tend to, you know, be less active during the day because we are trying to conserve energy and it just creates all these different bad sort of hormonal imbalances and all this other stuff that makes us then operate off of fewer calories. So then we're even eating less and our body thinks that's all it needs to survive. So then we can actually not lose weight because of the metabolic adaptations on those lower calories. So basically it sets off this whole, whole like snowball of things where we end up under fueling, overtraining, not seeing results, even gaining weight over. If we just did a little bit less, we could create sustainable, consistent habits. We could actually see better fat loss results and not risk losing muscle mass. Right? So it's one of these things that we want to make sure that we are dialing and everything focused on our goals over just doing more. Everything we include should have a purpose. And sometimes that means the purpose is just even doing one small change to get the momentum rolling. Remember that sometimes our desire to do more, our desire to do things perfectly is what ultimately holds us back and sabotages us. Number four, we focus on the 1% over the basics. Okay, so I want to highlight this in terms of supplements. I sell supplements. I love supplements. I use them personally. Supplements can be fabulous, but they can also be the thing that we so often go to first when we really shouldn't. If your macros are not dialed in, if you are not tracking your food, if you are not creating a clear workout progression, you do not need to worry about anything else but doing those things. You need to create a clear workout progression so that you know what you're doing each week and you can see that progression in your workouts, right? You're not randomly stringing things together. There's actually a clear progression. You're challenging yourself to create that change. You need to make sure you're tracking your food. I know we resist it and, you know, I'll, I harp on this all the time about how important it is because what gets measured gets managed. But if you're not tracking your food and seeing those macros, you can't really know even where you need to make those tweaks with the supplements. Supplements are supplemental. And I know it's really nice to try and stress the details. We look for that 1% because it's kind of fun to change or it's exciting or it's new or there's shiny object syndrome, right? We're chasing it. But it's one of these things that if we go and try and change this 1% when everything else isn't dialed in, it's going to make absolutely no difference. If you have those fundamentals dialed in and then you start tweaking the 1%, all of a sudden your results might happen faster, right? If you change it up so because you've got your macros dialed in, you know, you've got a training dialed in, you add in creatine because you don't need as much red meat or maybe you're plant-based, you might see those muscle gains increase, right? If you're really dialing everything in and you're really trying to improve your training, improve your endurance, and you add in BCAs with your training, you might see that improvement, right? But it's one of these things that we want to make sure we're actually dialing in those fundamentals first. That being said, the 1% can also be added in. The supplements can also be added in to make it easier to do those basics. Like a lot of times I will have clients start with protein powders and whatnot to help them actually hit their macros starting out to make it simpler so that there's not as much stress of trying to hit with whole natural foods, even though we might work to dial it in with that. But you want to remember there is no magic pill. There is no magic food. There is no magic move. We need to focus on those basics. And then through that, include everything with a purpose. And as we get closer, as we dial everything in, we can start to tweak that little 1% that's going to make the results happen a little bit faster. Okay. It's sort of like, you know, brushing your teeth. It may not be fun. It's that boring basic, but it really pays off. You wouldn't try and get some fancy other things right before you brush your teeth. You would start with brushing your teeth. Can't even think of what those fancy other things would be. Number five, we tried out exercise or diet. 
Okay, you can't do it. I've tried. Trust me, it doesn't work out. This is where, you know, starting out, we might have seen great weight loss just by training a little bit more if we've been off training at all because you're creating that calorie deficit, right? By training more, you are burning more calories in the day. By being more active in general, you are burning more calories in the day, which then allows you to create that calorie deficit through exercise. But the more we try and just create that calorie deficit through exercise, the more it's going to backfire because A, our body adapts to the training, which means unless we're constantly doing more in some way, we're not going to be burning more calories or even the same amount of calories we started burning. Uh, but also we're going to end up with injuries because of overtraining and all that jazz. We really need to dial on our diet, especially as we get older, especially ladies as you go through menopause, dialing in that diet is so key because how we break down our macros, the portions of the food we consume can really impact our hormonal balance. It can impact how we sleep, it can even improve some symptoms of menopause. It can better fuel our training even so that we can build more lean muscle, muscle mass and have a higher resting metabolic rate even as it gets older harder as we get older to build and retain lean muscle. Because as we get older, guys, we aren't able to utilize protein as efficiently. So increasing our protein might be key, right? And training the way we've always trained with a lot of cardio might only backfire more because we struggle to build and retain lean muscle. So we have to change things up. But it's really key we don't try and out exercise our diet. We have to make sure that we're actually dialing in our nutrition as well. We have to remember that nothing works forever. And a lot of times what we got away with earlier on doesn't mean that it was even good or what we should have done. Okay. We might have to make some habit changes. Even if it was good, it might not work anymore. Okay. But stop trying to out exercise your diet and start focusing on those macros on that breakdown. So I know it's not popular to sort of take a look at these things. And a lot of times we like to be like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But then we don't actually have any data. So if you don't have any data, start tracking everything, start tracking your workouts, start tracking your nutrition. Because again, these five things, one, often we're underestimating how many calories we're actually consuming. Two, we're overestimating how many calories we burn from exercise. Three, we're doing more over dialing and everything focused on our goals. Four, we're focusing on the 1% over the basics. And five, we try to out-exercise our diet, right? You gotta measure everything because when you measure everything, you can really get a feel for what you're doing to make changes. And this doesn't mean you have to measure everything every day for the rest of your life, but you know that you have that tool if you wanna work towards a specific goal that you can always return to. What gets measured gets managed. Simple as that. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.